Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, that was really strong. Can you imagine if you're a single lady and you just heard me do that, what that had to do for you? I have to pull over. Right. Collect yourself a little bit. There's a short, bald guy who yeah. does a one-hour show that's not on HD2. <laughs> More likely panically change the channel. <laughs> Uh, you're all listening to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. It's also known as Lil Tex and Hot Love. That's right. Uh, that's Action Jackson. He goes by Lil Tex. My name is Tim McKernan, and uh, we are here to just bring heat. I mean, just rain takes down upon you, and uh, if they're scalding hot, then, uh, you know, sorry. That's just the way that it is. This right. is honesty in media, and that's, that's what we got. What is on your mind today, Jackson, with the Blues hosting the Bruins, a little Stanley Cup rematch from 2019, the Cardinals traveling to the electric ballpark that is... <laughs> Marlins Park, I guess. Yeah. I assume they didn't sell a sponsorship on uh-uh. it. Uh, who's on the bump tonight for the Cardinals? Adam Wainwright will be on the uh, mound. Yeah, we'll see how he'll come back after a rough outing against Milwaukee. That's kind of what's on my That's mind. on your mind. That's what you're really, I think you're lying right now. That's my read. I'm going to three bet you. I mean. And I've got Jack 10. It's a, it's a hand that I'll, I'd like to see a flop with. I thought it's not suited. It's a. You know, the clubs uh, and then the ten of diamonds, but uh, I'm going to three bet you because I just don't believe that that's really what's on your mind. Right well, now. I, I, think always, you, I think you just made it up. That was my physical tell, and I'm just going to I'm going to I got to move on my intuitions. Well, I always got hoop rock on the there mind. There it is. All, it's always. So I, just took it's, it, I just took it down with Jack Ten. But it's always on the mind. So I think if it's suited, I think I just I think I just flat call there. Well, I think that's what I, I yeah, think. Well, would you do. might, but that's uh, always on the mind. I want to see how the Grizzlies respond after a game one loss. You know, the Blues are going to be playing the Bruins tonight, and it's a Stanley Cup rematch, and this team hasn't lost in, like, three years or something like That's that. That's awesome. It's great for the city. Love it. But you're more focused on how the Grizzlies handle their well, yeah, loss I mean, to the T-Wolves. You can't drop two at the FedEx Forum, so got to give one back against the dreaded Timberwolf. <sighs> Fair enough. Uh, so now you know it's on Jackson's mind. Uh, my mind is on this. I'm looking outside, and it's sunny, and I look at the forecast, and you got the Stanley Cup playoffs coming uh, I mean, you've got an incredible atmosphere in Miami tonight. I mean, those fans rally around that club. Rabid, really. Thank you. Change uniforms every other year. It's like Missouri changing football uniforms every other week. Taking sculptures in and out of the outfield. That's right. <laughs> and uh, and also change CEOs and ownership every right. other year as well. So you got that. And when the warm weather comes around, you also have... 
people getting out and enjoying things and the Stanley Cup playoffs coming. It just it's, I'm, I, That puts me in a wonderful state of mind. Here is something, though, that I'm in a good state of mind, so I want to give back to the listeners. Mm-hmm. How can I give back to the listeners? I can take tickets that 101 ESPN has given us for the listeners and give them away for next Tuesday night's Cardinals-Mets Ball game with the Keith Hernandez bobblehead. Mm-hmm. We're going to give away four tickets today. Yep. Is that right? Absolutely. Four tickets today going to whoever we deem, and it has to be unanimous. Sure. To giving the best text. Yep. Text now, of the day. you assume that the best text is going to be at your expense. Uh, just, yeah, based on the track record. Right. I the four-month like... track record of the show. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would probably be a... Good qualifier, but who knows? Really, it's up in the air. Uh, yay, NBA talk falls asleep. JK, keep up the great work. How about that? Is that going to get them tickets? Uh, I appreciate the sentiment, but no, it's not going to get you any ducats. Balloon party or balloon not? Thanks. That's from the 217. Yeah, you got to do better than that. All right. Uh, first thing on my mind is Wayne Rowe struggling in his last start. Yeah, well. Now, first thing on his mind is Wayne Rowe struggling in his last start. Wayne Grove from the movie Heat. Oh, I said Wayne. I had to get I it on, man. I might have. Uh, Tim is the best. I just won. Thanks. That's from the three one four. Uh, so you get an idea. <laughs> and, and listen, we don't we don't have unlike TMA where we have three hours right. and just go for three hours like a podcast. We are in and we're out. We yep. have how many commercial breaks? Three, four, something four. like that. We're yeah. in, we're out. So I mean, you can fire early and take it down. Yeah, 100%. All right, there it is. So now you know. And this is a this is a nice prize. Four tickets to the Cardinals and Mets next Tuesday night. Keith Hernandez bobblehead night. Your favorite Keith Hernandez Cardinal memory. Mm, don't have one considering he played long before, but he was great in the Seinfeld episode where he was the boyfriend of Elaine. Right. And there was uh, the magic spit after the JFK movie, Back into the Left, one of my favorite episodes. So that's my favorite Keith Hernandez moment. I recall him jumping up and down. When you, when you, if you were just ISO him and then take the rest of the pile out of it, it would look a little odd uh, as the Cardinals are celebrating Bruce Souter, Engine 42 to you, mm-hmm. striking out Gorman Thomas mm-hmm. to win the 1982 World Championship. Yeah. yeah that, I, I would it wasn't understand. as awkward as what happened to poor Skip Schumacher at the oh. hand of Kyle, Kyle Loesch. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's, it's probably on the Mount Rushmore of... Celebrations. Of moments, yes. Yeah. Uh, Guys, there was no St. Louis team playing last night, so I'm looking for a lot of hoops takes. Thanks. That's from the 314. You need them. I got them. Guys, I noticed that Jackson thinks Keith Hernandez is just a Seinfeld character. Well, I know he is. He was on the 86 Mets, on the 82 Cardinals, but yeah, I mean. 1979 co-MVP. Now, that's before my 1982 memory. Right. But I am aware that he was co-MVP. Who was he co-MVP with? In 79? I think I know. I think I know. Boy, I, I could. I'm going to guess Willie Stargell. That's I, what I'm going to guess. Yeah, we are family, Pittsburgh Pirates. That's what I'm going to go with. And I'm going to, I'm going to stand by it. Ah, tick tock, tick tock. Yes, shipped it. That's there, big. That's no, big. That's if it goes before 1982, I just, I have nothing. If it's 82 or after, I'm kind of dangerous with You with might win the, the tickets with that. Uh, oh. Tim, just tuned in. How do we win? That's from Team Night Night. <laughs> I like a team is trying to win. Great name. Best text. That's all it is. We're not creative on this show. We come in here. We babble. (laughs) We do a lot of babbling. We leave. We essentially are the maintenance staff between two established shows. Yeah, we're the janitors. Michelle Smallman and Matt Rocchio and then BK and Ferrario. 
and uh, Tanner come in here at 11 o'clock, and that's what goes on. Uh, guys, can I trade those Cardinal tickets in for some tickets to see Amanda or Samantha Fish? TMA audience is starting to make its way in. So there you go. That's what we got going on here on today's program. Plus, so what your grandma think? And you are welcome to get involved and compete for these four tickets for our uh, ticket giveaway coming up next Tuesday. Cardinals and Mets, Keith Hernandez, Bobblehead. Jackson always supplies these questions. I didn't touch any of them yesterday, and so I'm ready to go here today. Sweet. According to umpire scorecards in the A's and Blue Jays game, home plate umpire Jeff Nelson missed 27 calls. Honestly, I hadn't heard this until I I was reading your email last night. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think it's time for MLB umpiring to go totally digital, or do you think like, or do you like the human element of the game? Are there other sports that need to be less digital and incorporate more human element into them? Um, Jackson, I have my answer, but before I go to myself, I would like to hear your answer on this. I'm anti-digital umpires. I like the human element of it. I like creating their own zone. I'm pro replay when it comes to safe and out, but I think. I, I I like the umpire because it makes people adjust. And while it is flawed, I kind of enjoy that. I think it keeps people on their toes. Otherwise, it gets a little robotic. And as far as other sports, um, and I think people, anyone who watches any European soccer will tell you that VAR is the worst thing ever because it takes away goals. Probably took away 100 goals this season in the Premier League, just guys being an offside by a toenail. And uh, they take the goal away, and it just ruins the fun of it. So that's my answer. Yeah, I feel like that's like the uh, the offsides review. We right. saw that the other right, night. Right. Was that the Blues and Wild? Maybe right. where it happened. It's just it's not the the letter of the law isn't meant to be dissected. I feel like, like the that. strike zone in baseball is not adhered to. So if that can correctly be uniformly called, mm-hmm. I would like it. I don't know how sophisticated the software is to make it successful a lot of s's there fun with alliteration sure but that is i would i would like it because i think it would help the game if strikes were called Mm -hmm. consistently yeah yeah i feel like i don't know if the software is sophisticated enough to do it i would imagine it is but i don't know i prefer a wider strike zone you know make guys swing uh so i guess if but then if they don't do that and plus every guy is different i don't know how they would adjust to Someone who's five seven and kind of squats, as opposed to someone who's six two and stands straight up. You taking a shot? Was that like a shot? Was that a hot high jo- joke? <laughs> the it first felt like it was a high joke. Uh, it was, uh, you know, take it uh, as you will. Uh, guys, while it is flawed, that's why I kind of like it. That also is how I feel about balloon party. Thanks. That's in the six three six. That's later in the clubhouse. As yeah, far as I'm right concerned. now you just posted a score. <laughs> You're Jordan Spieth. You posted the score on Sunday. You didn't think it was going to lead to a playoff, and the next thing you know, four hours later, you're out there with Patrick Cantlay hitting a great bunker shot. That's exactly what just happened with that text. Right. Hey, Dumbos, I would really appreciate those tickets. I have been trying to take my girlfriend and our dads to a baseball game to bond. Her dad is shy, so it feels like I have to force them to hang out and get things going. They both need friends, just like you two. Thanks, bozos. That's from the 636. Also strong. (laughs) I couldn't tell if that was a TMA. Yeah. And then at the end, it was more 101. Yeah, yeah, it was. That might be a fun little game. Is this a TMA lister (laughs) or a 101 lister? Right. Or, yeah, that would be... Guys, hot take. Jackson just described the potential of robot umpires as a little robotic. Thanks. It's from the 618. It's a great take, and I'm going to pat myself on the back for it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Do you know why the Marlins hired a baker? They needed a new batter. Mm. That's that's not going to win you any ducats. 
We're going to set a record for text here today, though. I can tell you that they're coming in so fast and furious. It looks like a roulette wheel. 65780. Uh, are there other sports that need to be less digital and incorporate more human element into them? I can't think of one, honestly. Yeah. I kind of like it. It does drive me up the wall with the number of replay reviews when I'm watching an NFL game. Yeah, it's sometimes crazy. And the targeting reviews in college football yeah. and NFL. But but they're getting it right. Right. And in the end, to me, that's the priority. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, so think... I would rather have that for the strike zone. I mean, there have been games, this is somewhat obscure, but game four of the 2011 World Series the strike zone was an absolute disaster. And uh-huh. I believe his name was, God, his, his Holland was the pitcher mm-hmm. for the Rangers. And he, like, was striking. I don't know if he threw a complete game. Either way, it was just like, this is a mess. Right. And it sucks. Right. And I'm sure, as Cardinal fans, we have been on the receiving end of some some goodness that was actually not necessarily a great coming the infield fly rule in Atlanta. That's, that's, that's an example. But I'm talking about balls and strikes. So I would just like more consistency there. And if the software is sophisticated enough to allow it to happen, I would be for it. I would like yeah. to see it. So unlike you, Jackson, take that. I would like all reviews to be much quicker. Can we get? Can we expedite this process? Do we need to watch every single angle? Like I get it if it there's some, but there's some obvious plays that take way too long, especially in football and really in basketball, especially late in the game where they're looking at the clock and it's like, oh, it just kills the momentum. It's just not fun. I, I prefer them to keep it going a little faster. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. 65780-65780, Air Comfort Service text line. Uh, and then you're also welcome to leave a Rhino Shield mic drop. I might just select whoever leaves the mic drop to win. Yeah, boy, that's How a about good that? call. That's a good call. Because there's a thought process that you are filtering the mic drops. Well, I am because... I, They're attacking you. Well, no, because if they say something that cannot be said on the air, you know, it's on me. So I guess I'm filtering only... For uh, to keep my job. That's how I describe it. That's what the reasoning is mm-hmm. for your filter of these mic drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use the 101 ESPN app to leave a mic drop. Rhino Shield, the sponsor of mic drops. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you here, giving away four tickets to the Cardinals and Mets next Tuesday. That's what we are doing. It is our Bud Bash ticket giveaway for next Tuesday's Cardinals and Mets game, and they're giving away a Keith Hernandez bobblehead before the Cardinals take on the Mets. You are listening to Balloon Party, also known as Tim and Boy on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes. Yes. Man, my rhythm is sick. Really sick. 101 ESPN, Tim McCartan, Action Jackson with you. Uh, giving away four tickets to the Cardinals and Mets a week from tonight for Bud Bash, Keith Hernandez bobblehead night. Uh, and that's next Tuesday night, uh, Budweiser Bash for Cardinals versus the Mets. It's the first Budweiser Bash game of the 2022 season and features an exclusive Keith Hernandez limited edition bobblehead Giveaway. You can text in to win. Jackson, we are selecting the text of the day. Yep. 65780. Air Comfort Service text line. Let's see what we got. Uh, guys, uh, is the Hernandez bobblehead in a snow globe? That's from the 314. I'm going to act like I don't know what you mean, but say that's well done. <laughs> Travis Ford will be the next Mizzou Hoops coach. Thanks. That's from the 314. I have no, I'm just reading them in order nowhere. and I don't even know. You're just firing takes. If they think that's going to endear themselves to me, they're wrong. 
let's see. Uh, to your texture, Amanda Fish will be in Washington, Missouri, Saturday night, free admission. Yep. <laughs> Texters are communicating with each other. No creativity. I'm just sending this text. That's from the 618. Honesty and media. I respect honesty and media. Uh, let's see. I hate pond scum. Max was a great cardinal. Go cards. Woo. That is from the 314. New leader in the clubhouse? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's if you just send in something just babbling on about whatever, then you have a you good could, chance. You could theoretically yeah, we respect uh, that. be in. Uh, guys, why are you called Balloon Party? Oh, nice. No, this is like the. Explain. This is like when Dan McLaughlin has to read the All Rights Are Reserved by Major League Baseball, but I'm happy to do it. Right. Because we have new listeners. Um, and uh, the reason is Joe Strauss, who wrote for the Post Dispatch, and also when I operated uh, CBS Sports 920 from 2013, 2016, and he did a show with Brian Burwell. Um, he would make reference to St. Louis media softening stories to appeal to fans who don't want to necessarily hear criticism of local teams, and he called it a balloon party. Right. So, you know. Paying tribute. Paying tribute to Joe Strauss, but also not necessarily having any idea how hated the name would be right. when I said it. Right. You know, would I like to have that putt back? Yeah, maybe I would. Maybe. i got to be honest with the audience, honesty and media. Right, right. I think if I could redo it and still pay tri- tribute to Strauss, I would go with Our, Our Town. Town. Yeah, yeah, that's probably better. But Balloon Party's fun, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, will Dennis and Denise Dotem be in attendance for the game? Thanks. That's from the 636. I don't know. Probably a Cub game, more likely. Tim and Boy sounds like a show that's on a band list. Uh, that's from the 314. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Here's what we got here. I, I like this one. The match is returning uh, this June because I can localize it. Uh, the match is returning this June with arguably the four best quarterbacks in the NFL. So there will be no Phil Mickelson, right. who is currently in hiding. Right. Um, there will be no Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. but you will have... Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and... Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yep. Playing in the match part six. Yep. Uh, you, Jackson's question is, what is your general opinion of the match? Do you find it entertaining or must-watch TV? Or is it more fun to watch the social media clips after the fact? So it depends on what I have going on is my honest answer. And what else, if let's say it's a rainy day, what else is on television? I would right. imagine they have intentionally scheduled it on a... Soft day in yeah. the schedule. There's That's what my that, guess is, but I don't always, know. But it is in June, isn't it? Yeah, there's always that day where. So wouldn't you have to have NBA and NHL playoffs going on? Yeah, inevitably. I think they kind of question the scheduling. Right. There's always that day in the summer where it's like during the All Star break. Yeah, but this is June. Baby. I know. That's and I know. July. That's what. It, that's why I've, I thought originally that that's what they're going to do. But you're right. June wouldn't be that, and there's no World Cup this summer, so they're. Ideally, July would be the right move, but maybe there's some scheduling because it's TNT usually does it, correct? Uh, uh, that is correct. Yeah, so I figure that they're going to be loaded up with NBA playoff stuff. Uh, you said there's no World Cup this summer. Uh, yeah, they're playing it in October, and November. Oh, okay, you're talking about this summer. Okay, right, right, it. right. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm surprised by the June date, just because you're going to be in competition with other things. But yeah. whatever. Either way, so it depends on what's going on. Like if the Blues are in a playoff game, it's yes, a no-brainer. Right. I'm not even thinking about right, it. Right. Right. If it's an off day for the Blues and, you know, I'm not interested in another Stanley Cup playoff matchup or an NBA Finals match or NBA playoffs matchup, Cardinals aren't playing at the moment, I would watch it. But that just kind of shows you that it's a process of elimination thing. For sure, for sure. Um, And then your your follow-up to it, which intrigues me, and I like this, if you had to make a foursome for the match in St. Louis, 
comprised of St. Louis sports figures from any year, uh, who would they be? So we just saw him walking through the hallways, yeah, and he freeze. is now addicted to golf, yeah. as he acknowledged. He refused to come into our studios, yes. but he did open the door and talk, and that is David Freeze. Yeah, I think just hanging out here at Hubbard Radio today. I think he would be great. I think the Wizard would be awesome. The Wizard is live. Patty Maroon, yep. live. Brett Hall, super Holly. live, and a great player, too, yeah. and great entertainment. For sure. So there's four right there that are yeah. outstanding plays. Can't I mean, you, you could can... have Freeze and Ozzy against Maroon and Hall. Yeah. Boy, that would be awesome. Also has to be in the mix. He would only want it to go if it could last less than two hours because the man plays the quickest golf in town, Keith Walter Kachuk. Yep, yep. <laughs> he would need it to be tee off at like 7 a.m. would be live. Who's the ex-Blue who's like ridiculously good? Well, there's a few of them. Yeah. I think Terry Yake is like really? a sick player as I understand it. That's wild. A lot of, well, McKinnis is damn good. Pang is great. Well, the hockey, the the shot in hockey is more similar to the shot in golf than like baseball where you have an upswing golf you have a downswing similar to hockey Isringhausen's a bomber I've played with him a few times Is he? Is been he lucky be enough to play with Willie McGee but if you want entertainment you want the personalities and the caliber of golf right so and I think, so I think right out of the gate we might have hit it yeah wizard Freeze, wizard hall maroon yeah that would that would be so entertaining because see if we can set it up now that, now, you, now that we're saying it I'm kind of liking the right. idea you'd have like the balance of hall maroon and then on the other side like Willie and then, or not, well, I'm sorry, Ozzy, and then you balance it out with uh, with Freeze. I think that would be really strong. I think that would be awesome. Freeze is uh, currently a 10 handicap, but he's playing often, mm-hmm. and I believe he will. I told him, I said, I think you're going to be down to a scratch because he has a natural athletic ability. Yeah, absolutely. If you have the, Those uh, guys like that will, they especially. The ability and the time to work on your game. The time is Well, the, the wizard thing. plays constantly. And he's really good, isn't he? But I think of the four, I think of the four, Hull is the best. Yeah. Hull was in the mix to qualify for the U.S. Open a few Remember years ago, Old Orson. As he made the turn, he was in one of the spots. Right. Or for the qualifier that would have sent him to the, oh, I believe it would have been the Ohio region where he could have been, can you imagine if he would have played in the U.S. Open? Is there any Ram, former Ram we're leaving out? Uh, Jason Isringhausen just gave me a shout out with a thumbs up. That's right. <laughs> Is he? Bomber. Yeah. Yeah. Hits it far? Bomber. Oh, like as it. you might imagine. Yeah. I mean, bomber. He's a tall drink of water, isn't he? He is, but yeah. when you're me, I looked up at Mickey Carroll. <laughs> right, right. Uh, let's see. We'll go round with Rivers, and I am 61. We'll wear a balloon party shirt. That's from the 419. Jackson? Yeah, I don't. I think we don't have any merchandise at the moment. I'm, so I'm somewhat Somebody just texted in Joe Buck for the force. I was, I was legitimately thinking yeah, about putting Joe great. Buck in there, and he's a hell of a player, too. Yep. Anytime I talk about it with him, though, he says he has a vanity cap, and his, I think he's like a one-something, and he says his handicap is not representative of his game. Yeah. Yeah, but that's anything kinda... you want to be on the other end of that. Vanity cap meaning your handicap is lower than what it really is. Yeah. Sandbagger meaning you say you're a seven, but you're really like a four. Right. Well, in that the kind of thing. And those are the kind of things you wind up floating down the river if you deal with my circle, I'll be honest with you. 100%. But in the springtime in St. Louis, I feel like a lot of people have vanity caps because they haven't played all winter. I am currently the most vanity of all vanity caps. Right. So it's sometimes not your And it fault. is awful. And that's why I told these guys, I said, I'm not playing in your money games right now because I'm <laughs> absolute dead money. Yeah, 100%. Balloon Party is an awesome name that's a million times better than our town. Anybody who hates it is an asshat. Thanks. That's from the 618. Well, there you go. There's not a lot of... It was just kind of direct. Yeah. Uh, there's not... Yeah, no mess around Listen, there. To each their own. I, here, here's another thought on the Balloon Party thing. I just never thought show names mattered. Mm-hmm. And I already have a podcast called The Tim McKernan Show. Otherwise, that's what I would have called it. And I think right. that's what they were planning on calling it. For sure. And I'm like, 
oh, I already got that with the podcast, and we have a domain, and it's been around for a few years, so I don't want to mess with that. So I don't know. I right. miss Joe Strauss. I want to pay tribute to him. I'm still close with his daughter, Alexis. Uh-huh. Yep. And so I thought I would do that. Never thinking. I mean, never thinking. And now, Jackson, Here it's a are. lesson <laughs> learned. Because yep. every night I put my tiny little lopsided head on the pillow. Yep. I think, oh, my. Why did I name it Balloon Party? That's what I think. It will, it'll keep you up at night. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll have my wife make a Tim and Boy shirt to wear to Bud Bash. Thanks. It's in the 573. People are now campaigning for the tickets, Jackson. Yeah, hey, whatever you got to do. Uh, guys, you should have named it Me and My Hole. That's from Gerald Laird. Gerald Laird with perhaps the most uh, aggressive part of the celebration. Yeah. In the, two, the man high-stepped really high to stepped home plate. It, it, the most awkward part, and every time I watch the freeze home run, it's Lance Berkman accidentally bumping into the umpire. And then, apo- and then having the frame of mind as a gentleman to right. apologize for it. And then he has to go from the apology to jumping up and down, and it's super awkward as he's late in his career. Lance Berkman, who was as pivotal in that, Game six, as anybody, maybe just short of David Freeze. It's a terrible take, and i got to just kill your take. Well, just short of David Freeze. Okay, well, now if you include just short of David Freeze. Just short of David Freeze, he was at more pivotal, pivotal than anybody, and so and then he turns around and tries to celebrate his team and accidentally bumps the umpire. Uh, let's see. Can Balloon Party is a great name because I get that St. Louis insider information, but maybe the best thing would have been more on sports. Moron sports or more <laughs> no space? More. I kind of oh. like moron sports. I feel like we might have just had a name right there. <laughs> Welcome back to moron sports. Moron sports. No, it was more, M-O-R-E, ah. space, O-N, oh, right. sports. But honestly, I might give the tickets to this guy <laughs> for coming fell, up with the name moron sports. He fell ass backwards in. And that actually has double meaning because it could be moron sports and moron exactly. sports. It's yeah, like, like the TB12 logo. Is that a T and a B or is it a yeah. one and a two? I don't know. I just ate mushrooms. I can't tell. We need a DeLorean to go back to January and rename it moron sports. Tim, you should have called it the Dorothy Light Power Hoosier Hour. <laughs> <laughs> We got a new leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, let me save that one. Oh, that's, that's my good. goodness. Yeah, you might be heading to get the Keith Hernandez uh, bobblehead. All right, Jackson, uh, we will take a commercial break. I'm staying on the clock today. Yeah, no, this is... This, this is, is I, I just I just am not used to it. Right. Yeah. And I know, listen, I've talked about the Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of overlap, I don't think. Although I think there is now more from the TMA audience. Mm-hmm. And I got to be honest with you, if I wasn't doing a show at the same time as Randy and Michelle, I'd be listening to Randy and Michelle. Absolutely. They got a hell of a show. They get 100%. great guests. Yep. You and I sit here and talk talk to each other for an hour. All right. You know? Uh, but they get great guests. But the the Venn diagram, I think there are there's some overlap now from the TMA audience and the 101 audience. Yeah, for and sure. And I can tell that the TMA audience is starting to infiltrate the... Yeah. Air Comfort and Service confused. text line. And, and, I'm, and I'm confused when some are serious and when are some just their standard mean spirit. I can't right. tell. Can't tell. It's a, it's a breaking ball. But I am staying on the clock today, and uh, while well, we're making baby steps here. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Hot Love and Lil Tex. Moron Sports. Also known as Moron Sports. <laughs> Is it Moron Sports or Moron Sports on 101 ESPN? We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Uh, Welcome back. Balloon party. 101 ESPN, Tim McCartney, Action Jackson with you here on the uh, radio show. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jackson, Mm. has written about winning time. 
Oh, is he? Did you know that? You didn't no, know this. I'm I catching didn't. you off guard. This is good. I'd love to hear. This is it. like when I give you the blues score tomorrow morning. <laughs> Uh, he he often he writes a lot. He has like a website that he just writes. Kareem.substack.com. Yep. Now both of us, and I think a lot of people in the audience are really enjoying this show. Absolutely. On HBO Sunday nights, eight o'clock central. Mm-hmm. I really look forward to it. Yeah. I haven't had a show captivate me like this as I'm watching it live, yeah. so to speak. Right. Uh, not like binging because I heard about it on Netflix sure, or sure, HBO sure. Max or Apple Plus, whatever. And I don't know. What, I don't know how long. I guess the final Game of Thrones I got into late, and then it was such a disappointment. I mean, sure. what a mess that was at the end. So I'm watching this thing and I'm loving it. And I get irritated when I'm going, "Oh man, there's only two minutes left, and I got to wait another week." Yep. All right. Now in the show, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Is, how would you describe his, the portrayal to make sure that I'm not, I don't want to say something if if it's super subjective and you would disagree? Jaded. Jaded's a good word. Jaded. Uh, Unhappy, difficult in the room. Yeah. Uh, tortured superstar. Now, I will say this regarding Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think this comes from my uh, co-host on TMA, Doug Vaughn. I think um, that he is. he's been known forever as being... I guess, for lack of a better term, difficult. But sure. di- but our definition in media oftentimes is so unfair uh-huh. because it's, is this guy willing to do an interview with us? And right. if he's not, well, then he's not a good guy, which uh-huh. is just totally unfair. There's right. no other word for it other than unfair. 100%. Uh, and I committed that sin many a time with going, oh, he's not a good guy. Well, he's, he's at work, and this is his job. Sure. And while to me I would love to trade places with him, it is his job. And if he doesn't perform his job... He gets let go and most likely will not even make, you know, a tenth of what he's making uh, this year again. So there's just I think there has to be some even though it's tough to have empathy for people who are making millions and millions of dollars. I think it's only fair to do that from my standpoint as somebody who's down in NFL locker rooms and NHL locker rooms and Major League Baseball locker rooms. And I don't think I've spent much time around NBA locker rooms. But point being so. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is certainly not portrayed in a positive light in this show. So I was curious, and he just posted this a few hours ago uh, on his uh, kareem.substack.com. And this is what he wrote. A lot of people have been asking me if I've seen the HBO series Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Actually, I had no real interest in watching the show, not because of any negative feelings about being exploited, but because I had already lived through it. I know exactly what happened. To watch 10 hours of someone else's interpretation seemed like a waste of time. For me, the show would be excruciatingly familiar, like being interviewed by Chris Farley in the famous Saturday Night Live skit when he asked Paul McCartney questions like, remember when you were in the Beatles? (laughs) However, after hearing some angry grumblings in the pop culture ether about misrepresentation and outright lies, my journalistic curiosity took over and I sat down to watch it. And he says, before he goes into his opinion, and I'm going to uh, summarize a couple of paragraphs here, he says, uh, his opinion on the show has nothing to do with how he's portrayed. He's come to terms at 75 years old that he's going to be portrayed and he can't control anything about it. And then secondly, he's not a stickler for everything being factual when doing a fictionalized account of historical events. But he says, the sin is this. It's boring. Mm -hmm. And he says, winning time commits that sin over and over. And I'm really surprised to read that. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that but that's. I that, love that show. Right, and that's an opinion-based thing. And it's if that kind of style of show is what you're interested in, then it's not boring to you. But to some, 
it is. I would I could see how there's boring elements of it that I find fascinating. You know, he says it's a shame the way they treat De- Jerry West. Jerry West being played by the great John C. Riley. No, Jerry Buss played by John C. Riley. Jason. Oh, Clark. Jerry Buss. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're. Uh, J- and, and the guy playing Jerry West is a British gentleman. Jason Clark. He Jason Clark. Zero Dark Thirty and uh, other stuff. Uh, Jerry West. It's a shame the way they treat Jerry West, who has openly discussed his struggle with mental health, especially depression. Instead of exploring his issues with compassion as a way to better understand the man, they turned him into wily e. coyote cartoon to be laughed at. He never broke golf clubs. He didn't throw his trophy through the window. Sure, those actions make dramatic moments, but they reek of exploitation of the man rather than his character. Um, Kareem, regarding his portrayal, I've battled leukemia, heart surgery, cancer, fire, and racism. A negative portrayal of me on a TV show has no effect on me personally, but it does affect others. For example, I never said F off to the child actor in Airplane, nor have I ever said that to any child. I realize this was a shorthand way of showing my perceived aloofness during the time, even though I have often spoken about my intense, almost debilitating shyness. Sometimes the attention in public became so overwhelming I shut down to protect my sanity. The filmmakers had access to that information, but truth and insight were not on their agenda. Shocking moments were. There is a victim here, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar writes. It's just that it's not me. My charity, the Skyhook Foundation, provides week-long retreats for inner-city school children to study science while staying in the National Forest. For years, I've been visiting schools to promise STEM education, but when people see this show and come away with an impression that I'm verbally abusive to children, they are less likely to support my foundation. That means fewer kids will be able to partake in the program. So Adam McKay is giving those kids a great big F off that lasts a lot longer than the easy laugh he got out of a dishonest joke. So Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, not Mm. a fan of Winning Time, but his biggest criticism is really that it's boring. And that... Surprising. I'll tell you, I listened to Mark Mulder... Uh, who I've interviewed on my podcast, and we spent way more time on his golf because he's a hell of a player. Uh, but we did certainly talk a lot about his time with the Cardinals. And uh, that is still up for your listening pleasure at the Tim McKernan Show. And um, and he talked about Moneyball. Mm-hmm. And he said he's not angry at it, but it's just basically just fake. Right. It's, it's not real. And, and I would imagine many of you have seen the movie Moneyball. Sure. And one of the biggest sins of Moneyball is that they don't reference Mulder. something that it's, it'd be very difficult. I mean, I can think of Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz, uh-huh. but there aren't a lot of like pitching staffs in my lifetime where I can immediately rattle off the names of sure. the starters because they were such a force. Yeah. And here you are telling the story of the Oakland A's, and you don't mention the three starters who really made that team what they were. Uh, Mulder's biggest issue with Mulder's like, yeah, it's fake and it's like whatever, which sure. is interesting. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, like, it's fake and whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, if anything, admire the fact that they're like, it's fake and whatever. Sure. Um, but, uh, Mulder had a problem with the portrayal by the late actor who played Art Howe, which was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. And, uh, cause he goes, Art Howe is the nicest man ever, right. and he's portrayed as, you know, grumpy grumpy and, and yeah. tough to deal with and sure. he goes that that part is the part that bothered me bothered me more than not bringing up me hudson or zito bothered yeah. me more than not mentioning the, the fact that the starting pitching was the biggest reason why the thing was as successful as it was and also scott hatterberg you know is kind of portrayed as being this you know he he's a good ball player he was right. kind of portrayed as this 
you know, goof <laughs> who finally found his ability, right. you know, when he was playing first base to, sure. to be a major league baseball player. So I'm surprised Kareem Abdul-Jabbar calls it boring, though. Yeah. Mulder didn't call Moneyball boring. He's just like, it's a good movie. It's just it's not it's just not even close to accurate. Sure, sure. And anytime you're dealing with people who are still alive and very active, a la Magic Johnson, Kareem, many other Larry Bird, uh, you're going to face that criticism when you make something like that. But at the right. be- beginning and end of every show, it's clearly stated this is a fictionalized version of uh, historical events. You know, I don't. Th- I think that they try their best to tell you, like, hey, like, the stuff, the storyline, the wins and losses are correct, but the portrayal of these people is certainly fictionalized. And after the last episode, I don't know if you've seen it, so I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, I have. I saw. I watched okay. it last night. So when they, when Larry Bird comes on, that's when it confirmed to me that like they're going to take either the worst or most notable things about these people and hyper analyze that and only kind of show that side because while it is ten hours of of, of content that's not a great amount of time to tell the story of one of the greatest dynasties in sports all in one season. That's going to be really difficult. So as much as they would like to show some of the softer or more real sides of these people, you kind of got to hit the hole. And so in a sense, you kind of got to do that. Like, I don't know if Larry Bird will come back into this. Hopefully he does. But Oh, he's got to. Yeah, but with Kareem, they, you know, they spend a lot of time about – it's really more of a show about Jerry Buss than it is about anything else. And they highlight certain people. They've highlighted Adrian Brody as Pat Riley. And I'm sure Pat Riley wouldn't think that this is a very fair portrayal of him. He's one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time, and he's kind of played like a like a, like a a putz. So it, it's going to be difficult for all that stuff. But you kind of got to gotta make it interesting. And that's why I'm confused as well with Kareem saying it's boring because I think if he would do it the way that would be f- most fair to these people, that would make it boring. Uh, to be honest, I'm not surprised that a guy who's 75 years old and has lived through what the show is about is not fascinated by it or finds it enjoyable. But I think it fascinates us because it gives us an inside look on how things went behind closed doors in the Lakers organization. That's from the 980. But it is, that's the thing. See, I, that's why I'm surprised. Now, again, I don't know it to be true. He is saying that he is not bothered by it. Um, right. Like, if, if somebody were to do something on something that I actually experienced and I saw a bunch of things that were just made up, yeah. honestly, it would piss me off. Sure. Now, maybe, but I mean, in 30 years when I'm 75 and I've also dealt with what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has dealt with, Definitely. you might be like, yeah, I don't know, man. I've I've fought through plenty of stuff. And if they want to say that, uh, yeah, Mulder, I was listening to him on a golf podcast here recently talking about it. And he was on my Nisringhausen just texted me asking for uh, the link on that one. I'll have to pull it up. That's on TMASTL.com, I guess, the uh, yeah. Mulder interview. Uh-huh. I think I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, he was talking about his time in St. Louis. And uh, I think like Isringhausen, actually, I think he doesn't even recognize his World Series ring with the Cardinals. Sure. You know, he's on the roster. Right. Isringhausen should. Jason, you should. But but because he was actually active on that team. Definitely. And helped the Cardinals' young guys in the postseason get their minds right to handle that. Because you had a lot of random young guys on that roster throwing in late innings against the Mets and Tigers. Oh, yeah. Wayno as a rookie, you know. Would be one of them. But Tyler Johnson, Josh Kinney. Yeah. yeah. Now in the front office, Randy Flores. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm sure I'm missing a couple of other ones. But, uh, yeah, there, there were a bunch of guys here. And I know it sucks that Isringhausen got hurt. Um, but uh, he was a key part of that team. All right, uh, here we go again, Jackson. I was on. I was on the clock, and now I'm off the clock again. Well, that's not too bad. It's not as bad as my normal fouls. <laughs> we're we're all right right now. All right. Uh, so, what your grandma think is coming up on the other side of the break? Plus, we will announce the winner of the Bud Bash tickets for the Cardinals and Mets. Keith Hernandez bobblehead night next Tuesday for our best 
text into Balloon Party today. You are listening to 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Sometimes the media asks bad questions, like... Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. I lost... You lost? Yes. Oh. Or... What went through your mind when you were told that the contract was done? What's that? And when that happens, players will fire back. I mean, are you looking to get into a pissing match me, you and I? Right, it's a clown question, bro. Now, it's time for... So what's your grandma think? When's the new open, Jackson? In the lab. Is it really in the lab? Yeah, yeah. Back to the lab again, y'all. What do we have here? What do we have from the NBA last night? No, I think people are going to be really excited about this one. Oh, does it involve hockey? It does. It involves, this is, I think this is our first local. So what'd your grandma think? Did you see the Blues post on Instagram last night? Oh, I did. About Braden Shen. And yeah, you, you, were, you were given a one-foot putt. Yeah, this is as good as it But is. it is good material. Great take Jim, one, one game suspension for you. Next question. <laughs> Friday evening in St. Louis, post-dispatch writer Jim Thomas was penalized for chirping Blues forward Braden Shen. As the video shows, after routine questions from other reporters, Thomas makes a comment about Shen's speed. Pardon me, Jim? You chirping me that I'm slow? <laughs> it is important to note that Thomas continues with his questions. Even after Shen has been rendered speechless from Thomas's question that criticized his pace and quickness. To summarize, this is chirping. Thomas has no previous history of suspensions. The department of Braden Shen has suspended Jim Thomas for one game. Next question. Next question, Jim. You got a suspension. You got a suspension, Jim. There it is. Let me tell you something. You had a one-foot putt, and you speethed it on Saturday on 18. What was the deal with the editing on that? I didn't edit that. Was... I know you didn't, and that's the whole problem. <laughs> that, that was the Blues tweet, and I just threw There was it. more dead air in there when you were trying to remember what the 49ers had done against the Rams. Oh, yeah, bring that whole thing back. Well, I mean, you got to go low. Yeah. You go high, I go low. That's right. my modus operandi. Well, we have a winner for the tickets. We do. Yep. I mean, by opening up the text line for a contest, we've received more insults. Yeah than ever on this show, which I have to tell you, that is saying something. Right, right. Our self-esteem took a hit today. Can't lie. But So what do we have? You, you've picked a winner. The winner is the person who mentioned that the show should actually be called the Dorothy Light Power Hoosier Hour. Congratulations to that person. You have just won four tickets to the Bud Bash. Cardinals and Mets, Keith Hernandez, limited edition bobblehead next Tuesday. How do you do? Get all the details. I'm reading this on a script from across the room. And it makes me feel really good about my your eyesight. Vision, your vision's really good. Get all the v- details for this season series of Budweiser. Now, in fairness, Mike Ryder emailed this to us, and I'm just <laughs> too big of an ass to have pulled it up. Uh, get all the details for this season series of Budweiser Bash Cards Games now at cardinals.com slash promotions. That's a good one. Yeah. got to figure out which game to take my son to for his first game. Yeah. It's got to be against a left-handed pitcher. Yeah, 100%. That's got to be it. So you won't really know until... I see the pitching matchups. Very close to the game. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to do it. 100%. Yeah. I can't wait. Already taken with a Blues game. Got himself a win. Yep. 
Figure to be a win. They were playing against L'Habitant. Yeah. It's a good chance you're going to beat them. Uh, so I got to pick out my Cardinal game for Day him. game? You think it'd be day game preferred? I don't know. What do you, well, he stays up until 1130 yeah, at well, night. Then, yeah, night game would be I just fine. can't get him to go to bed. I'm asleep, and I'm like, man, he might just be walking around. I don't know what's going on. BK and Ferrario are up next. I believe they're giving away tickets as well yep. on their show. They are indeed. Blues and Bruins tonight. Jackson. Woo! Pre-game 6 p.m. right here on 101 ESPN for... Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Morin Sports. <laughs> You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.